Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. This podcast is sponsored by My Bump to Baby Family Protection and Legal Directory. To find your nearest advisor or family law solicitor, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com forward slash family protection legal. Do you love the idea of being your own boss? What about saving money on childcare because you can actually work flexibly around your family? My Bump to Baby is rapidly expanding and we are looking for people to run their own pregnancy to preschool hubs in their local area. Full training is provided, ongoing mentor support, Fantastic regular team incentives, a bonus scheme, uncapped commission, review products for free and review days out too. If you are interested in being the My Bump to Baby Manager for your local area, email us business at mybumptobaby.com. Limited space available. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert Podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Hello everybody and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. Today I am joined by the lovely Claire Hales from Developing Matters. Today we are talking a bit more about mindfulness. Mindfulness for mums, what it means, how you can do it and techniques that you can use. I hope you enjoy this episode. (laughs) 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Bump to Babies Expert Podcast. Today, I am joined by the lovely Claire Hales from Developing Matters. And today, we are going to be talking all about mindfulness for mums. How are you, Claire? I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much for meeting up with me today. Oh, yes. Looking forward to speaking to you about this because mindfulness is something that is becoming increasingly popular. I think uh, since the lockdown, I think a lot of people have been looking more and more into mindfulness and how to do it, etc. And it, it, there is a lot of different techniques, isn't there? There is. Yeah, there is. It's a massive, if you think, it's, there's a massive spectrum, really. And, you know, there's so much you can do. Um, and look into and I think people can get quite confused with that as well so I think sometimes it's good to to understand a little bit more about it and, and what what you can do as an individual definitely definitely I know um since the lockdown my health anxiety which are quite open about got really really bad and like to the point where you know you worry about everything don't you and I was just like worried I feel like a pain in my head I'm like oh god and mindfulness literally that has been um a savior to me actually because it just kind of brings you back into the present moment isn't doesn't it so so what um I'm going to ask um, you a few questions, if that's okay, Claire, so people can understand a bit more about mindfulness and different techniques that they can use. Yeah, okay. Perfect. So, Claire, for the people that want to know about mindfulness but don't know really what it is, what what is mindfulness? So, the term mindfulness, um, it does come from thousands of years of practice. A lot of people who don't understand about it can think of it more as a Buddhist tradition um quite spiritual and meditative um, and things like that but actually there's, there's like a modern mindfulness aspect to things now which has come more from western practices and mindfulness is used can be used for health and well-being um, there's lots of research there's lots of courses around mindfulness but apart from all that even though it does sound quite complex mindfulness is just paying attention to the present moment that is as simple as it can be. It's just noticing what's going on around us. And as you said, with your mind being very, very busy, we have thousands of thoughts a day. We're battling with thoughts all of the time. And it just, our brain just doesn't give us that chance to just take a mindful moment and, and just take a step back and notice what's going on around us. Yeah, no, that's that's a brilliant explanation because it is all about being aware of your surroundings, isn't it? And, and just yeah. knowing what's going on and taking yourself almost, t- taking a step back, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's taking a step back and noticing, obviously, the outer environment. You know, we've got all these resources around us to be very mindful in the, in the natural world and even in our home. But we also have to understand internally as well, you know, how we feel, what we're thinking about, how we're breathing. So there is quite a lot to it. But, you know, we, we can do a lot around it or we can just do a couple of moments a day. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's brilliant. I mean, I since doing mindfulness myself, you know, just even actually, it sounds a bit silly, but actually just noticing the colour on trees or yeah. birds in your garden, these are all things that I never actually used to yeah. notice because I'd go round, rushing around, and you yeah. never really, you see, you can see, but you're not really seeing, if you know what I mean. So it's yeah. actually, it does, it does make a big difference. I, I, I'm the same as you. I love now, it was just looking into the sky it sounds really silly but just or you know just watching the clouds moving and everything's changing all the time and it just reminds you that you know things change nothing's the same 
you know, we're constantly moving and but just to notice, look up rather than looking down. And just thinking about that before we move on, what, what I've noticed since I did my mindfulness course is how much we don't look up anymore. And I notice people on the phones a lot, looking at the phones, checking things as they're walking or checking things at the school gate. So just actually just stopping and putting your phone away sometimes can be can be something that we can be really mindful of. Absolutely. Yeah. So Claire, what are the benefits of being a mindful mum and learning a bit of mindfulness once you become a mum? Well, obviously, I mean, there's lots of benefits for yourself and obviously for your children as well. The thousands of thoughts we have, we can have approximately 60,000 thoughts a day. Now, my children are eight and 10 now, and I remember everything that I used to worry about when when they were younger. You know, we've got, I've got my worries now. I've got my worries when they go into the teen years. And it's all what ifs, isn't it? All our worries are what if this, what if that. And it can just overtake um, uh, thought processes. And while we're worrying about all these things, we're not actually noticing what's going on in the present moment with them. You know, how they're acting, how they're feeling, communicating with them, things like that. So just being a bit more mindful just can help us connect with our children quite a lot it can help us to not be as forgetful you know when we're rushing around we're so busy forgetting things living on autopilot quite a lot trying to get through the day as you say we just miss those moments as well our interactions with our children can be a massive benefit if we're being a little bit more mindful as well Um, and also it's being a good role model as well to your children, you know, to letting them know it's okay to stop and observe and be present and we don't have to be busy all the time. And they kind of learn from us. And I'm hoping that in this generation, we can be a bit more mindful. We can pass it on to our children as they grow up and they won't get to the ages of 30, 40, and, you yeah. know, not know about it. Hopefully it's something that they can be brought up with. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. It's definitely, definitely would help the future generation, I'm sure. So with mindfulness, obviously, I'm assuming that can help massively with stress and anxiety for mums as well, which is something we've often talked about on uh, on my uh, podcasts, because a lot of us struggle right. with that. Is that is that something that mindfulness can that help those, you know, you feel less stressed and less anxious? Definitely, yeah, because you just like I say you're taking that time uh, you, you, with with mindfulness as well when we do feel stressed and worried and, and our thoughts are overtaking us that's our stress response has kicked in and if we can just notice that and pull ourselves back a little bit even if it is doing a mindful moment or just having a distraction and stopping those thoughts from happening can just stop you know stop us getting carried away with all our thought processes we also have I don't know if you've ever spoke about the fight, flight, freeze response. And when that kicks in, that can build on stress. Obviously, we can feel stress when we're worried and we hold on to it and we can hold on to it for too long. And then we hold on to it. Then we feel more stressed. We feel more tired, more irritated. So if we can think about mindfulness as a strategy to release that stress or to get rid of that stress, that can really, really help all our hormones that are affected by the stress response, uh, you know, adrenaline running through our bodies. You know, there's lots of bad stress that we can have. Stress can also be good for us because it keeps us alert, you know, and keeps us active. But when we're holding on to it and not letting it go, it manifests and the anxieties grow and the stress grows. 
So we need to think about what are our tools and techniques that can help us to get rid of that. That was going to actually be my next question. What what <laughs> kind of what kind of tools and techniques can you use to be more mindful? Um, have you got any suggestions? I've got lots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it depends, obviously, on the person. Um, we can have something that's quite like big practices. So what I did as started my mindfulness course was I did a mindfulness stress-based reduction course at Liverpool with Breathworks. So there's a big involvement in learning about the cognition of mindfulness and doing 40-minute meditation a day, you know, building that into your life. Now, that isn't sustainable, obviously, for majority of us because it is such a big practice to do. But if you could do that for eight weeks, it's really, really good. You can develop your own skills and then you can fit into your pattern of life what you want. That's quite a formal praxis of mindfulness. But then we can also water it down a little bit. Um, we can get an app and do meditations online or through an app. My go-to is Headspace. I really, really love the Headspace uh, meditations. They're really, really good to do. So that is obviously committing time to meditation. Now, if that's something that someone doesn't want to do, we can water it down again. And we can just do some breathing techniques a couple of minutes a day we can do sensory activities because when we're doing sensory activities we're using different parts of the brain rather than just being at the front of our brain at the front of our brain is where we think and if we're stuck in that part of our brain all the time we're not using our, our you know the rest of our brain for sensory experiences and bringing us into the present moment and then you've just got little mindfulness strategies, like we mentioned before, looking at the colour of the trees, looking at the sky, noticing how we're eating, noticing how we're moving. You know, there's, there's so many different ways that we can we can break break it down. There's books that we can buy. There's little like 10 minute meditation books that you can buy as well, you know, so you've got those little reminders and things like that. Yeah, no, that that does cover quite a lot. Now, I know meditation isn't for everyone and it can take a little bit of practice because when we've spoke to um, parents around meditation, some people are like, oh, I've tried it and it's, it's really difficult. I think um, I've been told before that, you know, if you do want to do, meditate, you know, you can do it gradually so you can start of you know doing a few minutes and then increase yeah, that yeah. Um, I, I get I get that quite a lot to be honest when people say oh, I've tried it and it didn't work and I think the expectations of meditation is it, it's not understood you know if if we meditate for a couple of minutes a day it's not about being relaxed and our minds being empty it's about noticing what's going on and if that's if we're struggling that's noticing what's going on if it's noticing we're distracted, that again is noticing what's going on and it's never perfect. And I think because people never get that experience because they don't try it for long enough, it's a shame because you know, people kind of stop stop doing it. Mm. Um, but as you said, you can do other, other, you know, we have to adapt it for us. We're all individuals, aren't we? So even just doing a two-minute meditation on your own, just listening to some music and notice yourself breathing in and out. A really good focus for doing a couple of minutes meditation is just counting your breath or just saying to yourself, breathing in, breathing out. Or it might even be lighting the candle and watching the candle flicker for a couple of minutes and just seeing if you can just focus on that. You know, so there is there is adaptions that we can do. 
um, and it is obviously proved to to help the brain as well and a little bit like exercise you know I love running but I've never run a marathon (laughs) you know so it's watered down again you know what are your expectations what are you going to get out of it and as well with meditation you know it's not something that once you do it a few times you feel great it's just like with exercise if you do it for a couple of sessions yeah you'll feel good but if you stop doing it then you're going to go back to feeling unhealthy or you know what you know whatever the reason was you were doing it for so it is something that you have to keep practicing keep practicing and it's it's a muscle of the brain and it needs training constantly you know and it will go back to the old patterns of not of not wanting to do to do anything yeah it's a battle (laughs) it is I think it's finding what's right for you isn't it as well because a lot of people like journaling and that you know I've got a little book next to my bed and I started having because as I mentioned before I've got this health anxiety I instead of my cousin gave me this advice it was great actually she said have a worrying half an hour at night and not really like instead of worrying about it in the day if I was worrying I think right tonight I'll write that down what I was worrying about instead of me thinking about it at the moment and that actually really helped me just having a a bit of a journal at night and you don't even need to put a lot in there just how you're feeling maybe what you're thankful for yeah, exactly. It's just getting it out there, isn't it? Because it, if, it, if it's in our brain, it just manifests and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you, the journaling's great. And, you know, it doesn't have to be extreme, like you say. It can just be something little. Um, and it really, really does help helps to get it down. Especially at night, obviously, I thought our brain thinks, oh, when we want to relax, oh, this is a time that you can think and you can plan and you can think about that conversation you had you know your mind's always constantly dragging you off into the past worrying about the future so just having that time to just write it down if we can't speak to people about things is a really really good method to help our busy mind that's great you know as mums we've got we put so much pressure on ourselves and Mm. you know we we don't need to do really it's like taking a step back um as you say writing things down Having distractions as well, you know, when our minds are really, really busy, even though it is good to do meditation, breathing techniques are amazing. I really recommend different breathing techniques. But just distractions are good if we are caught up in the moment or something. My go-to is just putting some music on and it stops those thoughts. If you think of your thoughts being like a remote control, you know, we've got the power to change our thoughts. We can We can shift our attention to anything we want. So we can just stop, we can relax a bit more if we're, you know, if we're with the children and we're getting really stressed or we're getting really worried, you know, sometimes I'll jump up and have a dance with them and make us laugh and it just switches your, you know, your attention from your overthinking and and just brings you back into like the present moment and doing something that you enjoy. So, you know, there's loads of little concepts really that we can think about to try and help, help our brain a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And it's just just remembering to do it. I mean, one one I did when I was first starting, which my auntie actually recommended, I'm getting all these recommendations, but was yeah. to every time I washed my hands to just yeah. take a bit of extra time and really kind of use all your senses to uh, feel the soap and then like smell yeah. it and listen to the suds. And it sounds a bit funny, but it is using all your senses to be in that moment and that got into a bit of a habit for me so now every time I wash my hands I feel myself being able to relax a bit yeah yeah the um they use that in the mindfulness course about um 
you know, when you're cleaning your teeth, when you're eating, because obviously when we're doing all these things like washing our hands, like you say, cleaning your teeth, eating, showering, we're thinking because our body's automatically doing it. We, we're, our mind's on autopilot thinking about other things and we don't need to, like you say, we can take it all in. We obviously can't do that all the time or else we'd never get any planning done. No. <laughs> um, yeah. But it is just the moments, like you say, and it's really, it's, it's really good you've mentioned that because I think like to fit mindful moments like that into your day, there has to be an intention and you have to have a reminder, something has to remind you. So it might be that you write down at 10 o'clock every day, I'm going to be mindful or when I wash my hands, I'm going to be mindful. You know, I love them triggers that are going to remind you to, to think about those things. So that that's really, really, really good. But then we have to try really, really hard to be mindful and have intentions and reminders. I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? Being a parent, you can just be so busy that you think, well, where have I got all this time from? But if you're going to be doing something anyway, I mean, it might even be a bit of mindful cooking where you're really smelling the food and yeah. know, tasting it. And, you know, that, you know, just being being there to be maybe using the mindfulness in a moment that you're actually using at the moment. But exactly. Yeah, there doesn't have to be anything where you're going out. It's easy. You know, it's easy. You don't have to put your kit on and go for a run or anything. You know, like you say, it's, say, boiling the kettle is a great one for me because I remember when my children were young and you'll make a brew and then you'll forget you've made it. You'll go make another one or you'll see one and realise that you've not drank it or yeah. you'll boil the kettle three times because you'll go off and do something else, you know, put a wash in or so, you know, tidy up. So rather than do that, it's waiting for the kettle to boil is a really, really good one and noticing the sounds, making the brew, just having that couple of seconds because if not, we just get so distracted trying to multitask mm. is a big thing for mums. Um, we don't have to multitask all the time. Let's just, just bring it back a bit and just have those little bit of moments to settle settle the brain. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Um, Claire, can you tell us a little bit more about where Developing Matters is and how people can find you and also what it is you guys do? Yeah, so um, Developing Matters, we're based in Wigan. We uh, we were called Studio Serenity for a few years, but obviously because of lockdown and us having to work with schools, we work with schools quite a bit. Being online, I decided to change the name, you know, to obviously fit how we've grown through lockdown and the pandemic. So we're bigger than the studio now. Um, you know, we're getting out there a little bit more. So before I set up this community interest company in Wigan, I was a special needs teacher. So I've got a big background in working with special needs. And at the moment, we do wellbeing and mindfulness courses for children and young people. Um, what we found is it is quite difficult to reach out to children and young people because they're so busy at school and they're so busy after school that even though we can still work with children on, and young people if they need with anxieties and life events that are happening, our new work is to do a bit of a trainer-trainer approach. So we'll be doing some training in schools so school staff can practice the techniques and do the mindfulness and well-being course with the children in their school uh, and hopefully well obviously that will reach more children and have a bigger impact because it's something that hopefully that will be embedded into whatever school um takes you know takes the training and the learning and the development 
Mm, no, that's that's brilliant. So um, we will put your links on our show notes anyway. So anyone that wants to get in touch with you can. Can you support parents nationwide or is it just in Wigan? Uh, yeah, no, hopefully, yeah, it will be nationwide. So we, we've only got links with Wigan schools at the moment because for the past five, six years before lockdown, I was going into schools, you know, doing the course myself. But obviously, with the, with being online now and, and Zoom and everyone's so used to it, we can do uh, training. Uh, we'll send out the manuals and the courses and then do some training around it online. So it's, it's really, really good that we can reach out a little bit further now. Um, you know, with uh, costs and time, you know, it's, it's a benefit really being online with things like that. We are launching the website in May, just got a couple of tweaks and then we'll be doing a big launch with the website and that'll have all the training details on there. That's brilliant. Um, and we we have got some mindful resources and cards, all these little activities, what we were talking about before, the breathing techniques and things. And the reminders, we do actually sell some resources that people can buy and we can post out. And then if anyone wants any advice or support about them, then, you know, if quick phone call or email or zoom you know things like that we can set up anywhere really that's brilliant that's brilliant well thank you so much claire for coming on today and sharing a bit more about mindfulness oh thank you very much for having me it's been lovely to see you today thank you thank you for listening to my bump to babies expert podcast if you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.